Hey, this is Julia Stern. I am a New York City-based fitness instructor, and this is Not My Best, the podcast that reminds you it's okay not to be at your best 100% of the time. New episodes on the 10th of every month about women's health and wellness so that together we can stop trying to live our best life and start actually living a better one. Let's get into it. Before we get started, I just want to say that I could not be happier with the first sponsor for season two. It's a brand that I actually reached out to after trying their product because I love it so much. Rookie Wellness. They make supplements with ingredient labels that are so easy to understand. I know exactly what's going into my body which really aligns with the whole point of this podcast. So I felt like it was perfect. Their chocolate protein is so good. It's the only plant-based protein I've ever had that doesn't have that like chalky plant taste. You know what I'm talking about? It tastes like a chocolate milkshake. And it's so good to the point where Andy asks me multiple times a day, every day when we run out, when we're getting more because he loves it so much. Code Julia, J-U-L-I-A, will get you 15% off at rookiewellness.com. And I also put a link in the show notes. So try it out and let me know what you think. Here's today's episode. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. This is season two, episode one of Not My Best. My name is Julia Stern. I'll introduce myself in a little bit, but first I just want to say it feels like a breath of fresh air to be recording after such a long time away. In the next few minutes, you're going to hear all about my vision for this new season, new topics, when you can find new episodes, and then finally, what I've been up to for the last two years. Um, But if this is your first time listening, again, Julia Stern here. I am a New York City-based fitness trainer, former math teacher, and most recently, I'm a first-time mom to my amazing daughter, Presley, who is turning one on Thursday, and I am not okay with it at all. I can't believe I'm about to be a mom to a one-year-old, but... Here we are, time flies, and I'm embracing it. I started this podcast in 2019 when I became so passionate about what I call the better not best mindset. It's the idea that we're not meant to perform at our best 100% of the time. And in an extremist society telling us to live our best life every day, and we're constantly being projected filtered images on social media, the perfectionist inside of us can feel like it's never enough, so we don't even try. But really, it's all bullshit, and I'm so happy that I had this better not best mindset when I had a kid because if I didn't, I don't know where I would be. The better not best mindset is about aiming to perform a little bit better in every single thing that you do. It's basically taking baby steps. It's focusing on bettering yourself rather than being your best and pushing yourself to your limits every single day. And I found, at least for me, that you'll accomplish much more in the long run And it's how I've achieved success in anything I've ever done. And it's been crucial in the last year. If you go all the way back to season one, episode one of this podcast, it dives into how I became so passionate about this mindset. It tells the story of changing careers from middle school math teacher to full-time fitness, moving to New York, getting engaged, married, losing both of my in-laws, unfortunately, one to a heart attack and one to pancreatic cancer, all in a span of a few years. It was enough to make my then perfectionist self crack, and then when coupled with imposter syndrome as I was going through this career change, it sent me into a downward spiral. I needed tools quickly, and so with a lot of personal work, the Better Not Best mindset was born. That first episode is worth a listen if you're interested in hearing more about it. 
But fast forward to today, since then, I've been able to do so much. I've had an incredible five-year run at Rumble Boxing. I've worked in roles there from operations to trainer to talent manager, helping to build brand consistency across the country in five different markets. I've also worked on multiple big-name digital fitness platforms. And most importantly, I've been able to connect with countless hundreds, thousands of people over shared health and wellness experiences. Every single DM, email, and in-person experience is the driving force that makes me want to share this information and to start conversations like these podcast episodes. I don't take any of it for granted, and if I have connected with you in the past five years, thank you, because you've helped me as much as I've helped you. Okay, so now that we're all caught up, let's talk about what's coming and why I'm making some changes for season two. First things first, I want to make one thing clear. Not my best is not not, 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 just for new moms. I know that I've been sharing my new experience a ton, but my passion is health and wellness for all women, and my goal for this season is to provide quality, simple, real, fun, down-to-earth conversations that can help you make better informed decisions about all aspects of your health. More on this in a second, but here's what you can expect. Monthly episodes on the 10th of every month, conversations with experts on women's health and wellness topics, and then the ability to use the better not best mindset to make wellness decisions in your own life. Yes, I said monthly episodes. Season two will have 11 episodes in total and it will run for the rest of the year, all of 2022. I did this for a few reasons. I didn't mention, but surprise, I have a full-time fitness job. More on that coming next month. I can't say more right now, but I cannot wait and I can't wait to work out with you again. But in addition to that full-time job, I'm also a full-time mom. Podcast hosting is simply a complement to those two positions. And just as importantly, I really value quality over quantity. I didn't want to simply book guests to fill spots and discuss a new brand each week. Instead, I've thought of 10 topics that are useful in my own wellness toolhouse. I found experts in those topics, and I want to have meaningful discussions that will give you a few takeaways that you can apply to your own life. Again, a little bit better each time you use them, applying the better not best mindset. So now that we've covered what's going to happen, here's why this is so, so important to me. As I said, I had a baby girl, Presley Luna, in February of last year, and the thought of becoming a mom to a one-year-old is crazy to me because even though I've wanted to be a mom for my entire life, I never actually envisioned what it would be like when it happened. And it's better than anything I could have ever imagined. I'm going to make an exception on my own podcast and use the word best because I am 100% certain that her coming into this world is the best thing that has ever happened to me. But before it was amazing, it was really, 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 insanely, incredibly hard. And becoming a new mom was the hardest thing I have ever been through in my entire life. I know it's not that way for everyone and each experience is different, but I am not ashamed to come on this podcast and say that it was hard. And the silver lining, aside from having a new built-in best friend, is that it's completely transformed the way I think about my health, the way I think about my body, and how I want to help others to do the same. The difficulties that I experienced during postpartum began during my pregnancy. And it's a theme that I can see now that I didn't realize at the time, but it was fear. I found out that I was pregnant while we were living with my parents for more space during the COVID lockdown, 
And the crazy life shifts that were described earlier in this episode, the one where I made a career change, had a lot of moving around, experienced loss, helping my husband with grief, all of that was starting to settle down. And then one month later, we were locked down in a pandemic. And I don't think I realized until much later the effects of pregnancy amidst a pandemic, but they're very, very real. And I'm not just talking about the fear of catching COVID, it's more the emotional weight from the lack of routine, the lack of social interaction, and the normal experiences while your body is going through everything that's abnormal, everything that was normal in my life changed at the same time. It felt heavy, both physically, but also mentally. And staying distant during my pregnancy and then again for the first few months after Presley was born felt like a very, very long time to be isolated, and it was a huge challenge. I had felt like I was so prepared for her arrival because I researched everything during my pregnancy. And that knowledge was helpful. I had my pre and postnatal fitness certification. I worked with a pelvic floor therapist. I had a lactation consultant on deck. I truly knew everything about every baby product on the market. That's my perfectionist self, obviously, who showed up again. And I swear and I stand by that statement. If you DM me about a product, I know about it. I know its competitors. I know the differences. I know which one I went with and why. And I've also almost sold everything I bought because or registered for because most baby products are absolutely ridiculous and you don't even need them anyway, but I still did all of it. All of this to say that despite having the knowledge, it didn't replace the help that I needed and I didn't have when Presley was born. And it's not the fault of the people in my life because I was being really protective during COVID. But without help, I truly crumbled. I didn't sleep for 72 straight hours after she was born. And the day we got home from the hospital, I cried for eight hours straight and had no idea why I was crying. At eight days postpartum, I hemorrhaged unexpectedly, which is something I knew nothing about. I went to the emergency room overnight, which was another night of zero sleep. And I was petrified because it wasn't something I knew. I didn't know if I would be okay. And I just left my newborn baby at home with Andy. The stress and the anxiety of that night put a gigantic wrench in my breastfeeding journey. And speaking of breastfeeding, I was so hormonally imbalanced and sleep deprived that I was experiencing symptoms that made it really hard to function, all while trying to take care of a newborn with minimal help. I struggled a ton with postpartum anxiety, and I was so prepared to look for signs of postpartum depression that postpartum anxiety hit me right in the face. I didn't even know about it. Sometimes that anxiety showed up as fear, but more often it showed up as stress, rage, anger, and the inability to communicate my needs or to delegate help. It was really, really hard, and it took months and months to work through. I also was 50 pounds over my pre-pregnancy weight because, surprise, it does not just fall off like everybody told me it would. I didn't recognize myself, I didn't feel well, and I didn't know how to fix any of it at the time. But if you're a new mom listening to this, or maybe you're expecting or you're thinking about having babies in the future, I think this is the most important point. This is not meant to scare you. I was working with a virtual postpartum doula who I really did not vibe with or align with. And at one point we were on the phone and she said to me, we need to fix this or you're going to look back at this time and remember it as horrible. And at the time she said that to me, it made my anxiety worse, of course. But the good news is, I don't look back and remember it as horrible at all. I remember it as hard, but I equally remember the amazing newborn snuggles, the laughs, and the firsts, just as much as I remember how hard it was. 
And even more so, that time is so special to me because of how strong our relationship is now, how much we trust each other, and how much I trust myself as a mother to be able to make decisions for Presley without the weight of anyone else's opinion. I really grew. And when I say we, I'm not just talking about me and Presley. I'm talking about me and Andy and me and Andy and Presley and how strong our relationship is now because we got through that and because we really had to lean on each other. But while this was all happening, I just kept thinking, every woman does this? What the fuck? Like, how the hell? There is no way. I must be doing something wrong because if every woman in the history of the world has been through this and nobody is talking about it, then it must be me. And more so, are women really being fed the narrative that they can have it all? I truly believe that they can, and I want that for my own life, but they can't without the proper resources. Like, this is an insane amount of pressure on women, and there is a huge gap and a lack of information for women to take charge of their own health. And right now, society is not set up with the proper resources. Maybe you can be a great mom, and you can also balance a career, but what will suffer is your own self-care. And women's health and wellness information is so hacked with deceiving marketing That with limited time to really learn about your health, it's hard to know what's good for us. Should we be keto? Do we really need to eat organic? Should I be eating carbs? I want to lift weights, but how heavy? How many times a week should I be doing cardio? What about my hormones and how they play into all of that? It's a lot to process and none of us, including me, who works in the fitness and health industry, have time for it. But especially since having a baby, I want to take care of myself more than ever. And not just with burpees. I want to fuel my body and my brain, more importantly, with nutrients to provide longevity so I can be here for my daughter. I want to take care of my muscles and my joints so I can become stronger. I care way less about a 45-minute perfect workout and way more about moving my body with whatever time I have. I want my mental health to be just as fit as my physical health because without mental health, we have nothing. And so I want to have these conversations for the purpose of clear, quick, expert information. And if you can apply one thing to your wellness routine and make your life better, we can call that a win. I will leave you with this. My ultimate goal is to be a holistic fitness trainer. Holistic meaning let's look at the big picture. If I'm instructing you on how to build muscle or how to perform an exercise, then I find it equally important to give you information on how to take care of yourself both inside and out. And though I'm not an expert in everything, nobody can be, I will absolutely find the people who are to help spread information and help you take care of yourself. And there you have it. Not my best season two. I will see you for a new episode with my first guest on March 10th. You can find me on social at Julia L. Stern. I also have an Instagram for this podcast at Not My Best Podcast. You can use the link in my personal bio to subscribe to my emails so you never miss an episode or other things going on. And let me know what your thoughts are, topics you want to learn about, and anything else you have on your mind. I am here for you in fitness, health, and motherhood, and I truly mean that. In the meantime, I love this. Stop trying to live your best life. Start actually living a better one. Okay? I'll see you next month.